0: We are Exodus twenty-six. So this is the dwelling place, or the tabernacle, and there are a lot of instructions. I'm not going to go over all of them because there's a lot of them. So it's a lot of curtains made, ten curtains for the sides. They're each like massive curtains, forty-two feet by six feet, and they're stitched together. And there are eleven curtains to go over the top as a covering, covering. And then a covering for the, or a covering for the tabernacle as a tent, and then a covering for the tent. So there's multiple layers going on. There's upright planks or beams, um, and there's this weird phrase in there that said, "Make upright planks with two tendons." Like that seems odd. Do you think they would have just used cords or ropes or something? And so, I looked that up, and these are the only times that that word is translated as tendon. Normally that word translates as hand, or strength, or power. And there's... I don't see anything in here to indicate why it's an actual tendon, because it's actually not part of the translation of that word. So... I think the reason why they translated it that way is that it reads kind of funny otherwise. Um, so... Two hands will make the boards one. Binding one board to its sister. As a side note, I found that um, when it says binding one board to another, that other that another is not just another. It's um, it's a specific word that's um, it, it, The primary translation is sister, or the same parents, or a half sister, or a relative. Um, it's a so it's the that's another one that's very that's like it of the same that's close tied closely together um relationally so binding. so another so I, I like that as, as what another means because well I guess that's kind of what the English word another means but I don't think about that as I, I just think of like plus one something but this actually is another one but of the same kind so binding one board to its sister Either two hands will make the boards one, or two strengths will make the boards one, binding one board to its sister. So, uh, yeah, I don't know why they use tendon because it's like they use that in this this narrative, and then everywhere else in the Bible that word is hand or strength or um, or an idiom based off of hand or strength. So. Um, there's another phrase in here that's used again. So it was used earlier, in in the last chapter. Yahweh said, "Be careful to make everything according to the model that you were shown on the mountain," and that similar phrase shows up here: "Set up the tabernacle according to the plan you were shown," or the pattern that you were shown. Um, there's a, but then it continues on. So I think that's like a, I don't know. That's that's an ending to a section. Which is odd because then it goes right into talking about the veil. There's also two mentions of cherubim, so I spent a, a bit looking at um, descriptions of cherubim and uh, and pictures of over the history of humanity of depicting them. And there's a there's a fun trick: just Google cherubim and click on images and just see what <laughs> like the variety of what people have um, come up with of what cherubim look like. It is I mean I think it almost goes without saying it's not that baby uh, with wings. it is something else entirely, and there are some interesting interesting artistic renditions so uh, there the, the first veil or the first uh, mention of cherubim was in the very beginning on those big curtains. there should be cherubim embroidered on it, and then this veil also has to have cherubim on it. Uh, to separate the holy, the holy place from holy, the holies place. We usually translate that as the most holy place or the holy of holies, um, and then uh, put the covering on the ark in the most holy place, uh, and the lampstands in the holy place on the south side. And the table opposite it on the north side there's a lot of directions of where things go and what they look like and how many clasps and how many stands and how to bind things together and how to sew stuff this is not the most exciting not the most exciting chapter, but it is surprising how much detail goes into this and I do find it interesting that that there were depictions of powerful spiritual beings on any of this. Because Yahweh specifically said not to make images or carvings of spiritual things in the heavens or on the earth. And then, when he was designing his own dwelling place, he put cherubim all over it. So he's got cherubim all over it, and then he also has um, almonds and Palms, and dates, and pomegranates, and um, and a garden. I mean, it is a garden. So, so it matters, because it sticks out. So if we look at where the cherubim are, it's a very strong pointer to uh, the Garden of Eden. Because there's, we haven't gotten to all the garden imagery yet, but uh, there's all this garden imagery in and around the temple. Embroidered. On, on different things um, interesting in huh <laughs> so this is not in my notes I was just I was just thinking about it and okay I'm, I'm gonna I'll, I'll approach that idea in just a second. Uh, so as you go into this place, so there's all of Israel, and then there's this tabernacle that's set up and think of that as the garden. It's guarded by cherubim all the way around it. Because they're, they're embroidered on these 40-foot curtains. And there are 10 of them, and there are cherubim on them. So that means they're around the entire outside. You go in there. Um, we haven't gotten to this part yet, but there's going to be a, an altar. and There's going to be a basin for washing. And then there's going to be the holy place, which is a giant tent in the middle. And you, and you go in there, and that's the holy place. And on your right, there will be... I think it's your right. Which way is this facing? Is this facing east or west? I don't know. I didn't see an east-west indication. I just see a north-south indication. Anyway, so on one side, there's a table that is going to have a bunch of, like, eating stuff on it. So it's going to have forks and pitchers and a bunch of that stuff, and bread that is freshly baked and prepared and put there in the presence of God. And then on the other side, you see this, um, this tree-looking lampstand with seven heads and lamps shining toward the table. directional light and and that's so that's it looks like a tree it's got blossoms on it it's it's got almond blossoms with these knobs all over it's very very descriptive when it's built and you have to pass by that to get to the holy place and if this is garden representation then that would be Either the tree of life, or the other tree. And it makes sense that the presence of God in the most holy place represents the tree of life, because the presence of God is life. Interesting. So then there's a veil, and then inside there, the the, the veil also has cherubim on it, separating the holy place from from the holy of holies. In there is the tabernacle with two two more cherubim and and two more really big cherubim that we haven't gone to yet. And I can't, so at this point, I don't remember if they're in the, I think they're in the, the most holy place. It's like, I think it's like 10 foot tall cherubim. And Yahweh will meet with Moses above those cherubim, above the lid, above the covering, over the, the tabernacle, or sorry, over the covering of the ark. It's interesting. I had never, I had never connected the menorah with Eden imagery until now, and I need to think about it. But it definitely looks like a tree. I mean, it it wasn't small because it had its own stand on the ground. So all the depictions of it, you know, ancient carvings and. Um, images of what it looked like from before the temple was ransacked. It's a pretty big thing. Like, it's not It's not like you're going to put it on your table. Like, it is a table. So, that's interesting. And I'm going to have to think about that for a bit. Huh. I was just knocking this one out, because after I got most of the way through this, I was like, this is weird. And it's, like, a lot of details that I'm not that interested in and i found it i found some interesting things because because this is a fascinating book with profound truth for our lives